Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, Houston Rockets fans, and welcome to another installment of Believe in the Rockets only on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, credential reporter for SB Nation, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Ladies and gentlemen, the preseason came to an end on Friday, and the Houston Rockets are set to begin their 2021-2022 NBA season on Wednesday when they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And for this week's installment of Believe in the Rockets, I am actually going to do a whole team preview to let you guys know what I think about the Houston Rockets as we head closer to this new season. First and foremost, by using a preseason, I'm going to let you guys know whether or not I believe that this team is going to be better this year. Then in the second segment, I'm going to look at a couple of key players that can actually help or hurt the Houston Rockets moving forward. And then I'm going to close out this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets by just giving you guys three bold predictions on what I am expecting for the Houston Rockets for this upcoming season. And ladies and gentlemen, before moving on, I want to tell you guys that this episode of Believe in the Rockets is brought to you by betonline.ag we are back and better than ever all eyes are on the gridirons as teams are back for another football season and as always bet online is your number one spot for all pro and college football action with a new updated site and interface even more eyes props and contests bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football so head on over to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And please do not forget to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. Once again, that's promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus. From football, baseball, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite casino games, do not wait to take advantage of this amazing opportunity available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online where the game starts. As I just told you guys to open up the show, this installment of Believe in the Rockets, this week's installment of Believe in the Rockets, are going to be is going to be my team preview for the 2021-2022 season. And when you talk about the Rockets for this upcoming year, look, we all know that this is not the championship contending team that we all was kind of we all kind of got used to during the James Harden era. No, this is not going to be a playoff caliber team. And in some instances, guys, I do I did have a belief that this was going to be a team that's going to have an opportunity to be considered in a play-in tournament. I'm going to say a play-in tournament for this organization is actually the ceiling for this team, but that will only happen if everything goes right for this organization throughout the year. We're talking about everybody staying healthy. We're talking about rookies like Jalen Green, Alperin Shingun, Josh Christopher. Um, all of these guys will actually 
will get accustomed to the NBA level extremely early and can automatically contribute to the Rockets' success. We are looking at guys like Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. to be even better, 10 times better than they were last season. And it's going to take a whole bunch of luck in order for that to happen. I'm not going to say the play-in tournament is impossible, but I would say I am lowering my expectation just a tad bit. I think that when you look at the Rockets for this upcoming year, the number one question that is on everybody's mind is whether or not this team is going to be better than the team that was out there on the court last year that finished with the worst record at 17 and 55. And ladies and gentlemen, even though I don't think this is going to be a team that's going to be in consideration for the playing tournament, I do believe that the product that the Houston Rockets have heading into the 2021-2022 season is better, which means I believe that this is going to be a better team for this upcoming NBA season. And with that being said, the next question is, what type of team do you think the Houston Rockets are going to be? And when I go back and I take a look at their four-game preseason schedule in which they went one and three, I'm looking at the Rockets for this upcoming year as a team. When you take a look at their, what, what their potential win number could be, I'm looking at the Rockets. I think we're going to see three versions of the Rockets this year. First and foremost, when they go up against teams like the Los Angeles Lakers, the, the Miami Heat, like we saw in the preseason, the defending champions, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Phoenix Suns, and any other team that you guys might feel or a championship contending team, you're talking about the, the the main six teams in the league who actually have a realistic opportunity to raise that Larry O'Brien trophy by the end of this season. That is going to be the games where things might get a little bit ugly for the Houston Rockets. And that is going to be the games where we see the inexperience. That is going to be the game where we're going to see the lack of talent. And that is going to be the game where, I hate to say it, but the Rockets might get their asses handed to them when going up against the well-veteran, the championship contending teams. However, on the flip side of that, the, the middle portion of this Rockets team that I'm about to get into is what we is what I really believe and strongly believe this organization can be. And when you take a look at the back half of the league, when you when you look at teams who are going to be, let's say, six in their respected conference all the way down to fighting for that play-in tournament, those are going to be the type of games I truly believe we're going to see most often from the Houston Rockets for this upcoming season. Because when you go back and you take a look at the preseason, especially that preseason victory against the Washington Wizards, the Rockets showcase that they're going to be able to hold their own against teams where yeah, they might have an all-star or two on their, on their opposing team's roster, but the talent level isn't just there. I'm talking about the teams like we saw in the preseason, the Wizards. I'm talking about teams like the New Orleans Pelicans. I'm talking about teams like the Sacramento Kings. I'm talking about teams like the Indiana Pacers. You're looking at teams that can have an opportunity to make the playoffs, but at the same time, they might not finish too high and they can find themselves in a play-in tournament. Those are going to be the teams where the Houston Rockets are going to get 
I'm not going to say majority of their wins, but those are going to be the games where the Rockets are going to look competitive. Those are going to be the games where we're going to see the promise and the in-season progression from all of the rookies. Those are going to be the games where we look at Christian Wood and say, this is why you are this team's potential all-star. The same thing can be said for Kevin Porter Jr. Those are going to be the games where the Houston Rockets have an opportunity to play their best because when you go up against those mid-level teams, and let's be honest, there are more mid-level teams this year versus championship contending teams this year those are going to be the games where the rockets are going to be able to steal now i'm not sitting here saying that they're going to win all of those games but that is where we're going to see the improvement from this team for this upcoming season because when you go back and take a look at this organization last year especially during the time when they won i believe it was six to seven games in a row the number one issue that hurt the houston rockets last year was the fact that all of their good guys, especially Christian Wood, got injured at the wrong time. And even though the Rockets are now in a youth movement, the one thing I want to look at, when you take a look at guys like KPJ, Kenya Martin Jr., or Miney Brooks, who, by the way, just got signed to a four-year contract, I'm not surprised because the Houston Rockets could definitely use his sharp shooting. Those guys were able to get valuable experience competing on the NBA level. And that is actually going to carry over and help the Rockets win a lot of these games where you might look up and see them up by five points with a minute left going up against, let's say the minute, the Minnesota Timberwolves, who I do believe they do have an opportunity to win that season opener on Wednesday. And I think that is going to be the team where we're going to see a team that's more competitive, better we're going to see in-season progression plus a better product than what they had out there on the floor last year and then the last portion of this team they should have an opportunity because of the same reasons why i say they have an opportunity to compete with the pelicans and the the pacers and the wizards those are the same reasons why i look at this organization and i say to myself you guys should win and beat a team like the Detroit Pistons. You guys should go out and beat a team like the Orlando Magics because those teams, put it like this, a lot of teams who were drafting alongside the Rockets throughout this past NBA draft in the lottery, the Rockets should have those teams number for this upcoming year. And against those bottom feeder teams, I think this organization truly has a realistic opportunity to win majority of those games, and they should because, like I mentioned, when you take a look at the at the players that they were able to retain last year, especially guys like Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr., and I'm even going to throw Kenyon Martin Jr. in there as well, not only did those guys have an opportunity to develop, but they also gained the experience that is needed to beat some of the teams that's that are not expected to win majority of their games for this upcoming season. It's 2021. People can acquire self-driving cars, eat burgers made out of plants, even fly to space and rocket ships if they have the money for it. So if you could do all this futuristic stuff today, the very least your phone could do is download entertainment in a flash. For that, you should get AT&T 5G. AT&T 5G is fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Want to make sure your phone service keeps up with what you need from it? Get AT&T 5G. 
It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See ATT.com slash 5G for you for details. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, continuing here with this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets only on the Believe Podcast Network. And ladies and gentlemen, um, if this is your first time listening to Believe in the Rockets, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And I know I haven't been that consistent getting out new episodes for you guys throughout the offseason. That was only because by the time the offseason got underway, I got extremely busy with my Houston Texans coverage. And my God, ever since they season ended in 2020, as a matter of fact, yeah, ever since they season ended when it was up 24 to nothing, on the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC Divisional Round game, that organization has just went down the drain. And I don't want to get too much in talking about the Texans. You guys to check out my Texans work on, on my social media platforms as well. But my God, they have been keeping me busy. Um, but the one thing I will say, the Texans' future do not seem as promising as the Houston Rockets. But I say all that to say, with the NBA season coming up, I do want to give you guys new installments every single week talking about the Rockets. And right now, aiming to release a new episode every single Monday. And possibly more so... When the NBA season really get ramped up, I want to up this podcast to two episodes per week. So that's my goal for you guys. And I'm going to continue giving you guys some great coverage. Now, speaking of the future of this organization, in this segment, I want to just take a look at a couple of players to let you guys know what I think of these players as we head closer to the 2021 season. Once again, the Rockets will tip off the 2021-2022 season on Wednesday against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I do believe that is a winnable game. And that's only because when I take a look at a young team like the Rockets, like I just mentioned in the first segment, they actually have players. They actually have guys who not only are talented, but they actually have had an opportunity to gain the experience to go out there and compete against a team like the Minnesota Timberwolves. And that is one of the teams that I'm expecting the Houston Rockets to defeat. Now, with that being said, I am expecting a big season from Christian Wood. I am expecting a good season for Kevin Porter Jr. And I am also expecting a solid season from Jalen Green. Why do I say a solid season and say I'm expecting a remarkable season from the other two guys? Well, I'm about to tell you. When I take a look at Jalen Green, first and foremost, when I take a look at his play in the preseason, this, this kid, this young man, is going to be something special in the NBA. And what I love most about Jalen Green so far in his career from what I've been able to watch throughout preseason, I'm not going to touch on the summer league too much, but when I take a look at his play throughout the preseason, I see a guy who is fearless, and I see a guy no matter what's going on throughout the game, it doesn't matter if the Houston Rockets are up by 20 or down by 20, Jalen Green is going to continue to give it his all every single minute he's on that court and i wanted to bring that up because throughout the preseason that is what i was most impressed by not only that his ability to attack the basket and when i take a look at Jalen right now the biggest issue i see in his game 
Yes, you could talk about his shot creation. I think that is going to improve as the season progress. Yes, you could talk about him being a little bit more so of a playmaker. I do believe when you saw the Rockets offense stagnate a little bit throughout the preseason, Jalen Green was trying to take his opponent one-on-one. But those are two issues in Green's game where I think when we head closer to the All-Star break, when we hit that mid-season stride of this season, when the Rockets hit that mid-season mark, his shot selection and just his overall IQ of the game of basketball on the NBA level is going to be much improved. Because of those are two issues that are just going to develop and come along with the more time that he gets playing consistent minutes throughout the NBA. But the biggest issue that I have with Jalen Green, it's not even an issue. It kind of go along with the improvements that he's going to make throughout the season. But I think this will be more so something he's going to have to work on throughout the offseason in order to be better at it for the next season. And that's basically just his strength. Because when you take a look at Jalen Green's game, this kid, this young man, is very explosive at getting to the basket. And he, it, and it seems like, and I understand he has not went up against some of the top defensive players in this league, but it didn't matter who was in front of him, especially in the game against the Miami Heat. This man still found a way to get to the basket and the only reason why he missed so many layups and he it's because he could not finish with contact because he is 19 years old playing against grown men and the reason why i'm looking at his age and looking at a 19 year old young man going up against a grown man in the nba is because that is something that he has consistently talked about throughout training camp and that is something that he has has consistently talked about throughout the preseason. As a matter of fact, in the game against the Washington Wizards, he blew by Bradley Beal several times, but unfortunately he was not able to finish at the rim. And during the post-game press conference, Big Sarge, a guy that I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with, who does a phenomenal job covering the Rockets, the Texans, and the Astros here in the city of Houston, he had an opportunity to ask Jalen Green about the physicality that Bradley Beal was putting on him. And Green flat out said, look, I am 19 going up against grown men in the NBA. Of course, I'm going to struggle. And I like that because in his very first preseason game, he noticed what could be a biggest flaw for his rookie season. However, on the flip side of that, one thing I've noticed about Jalen Green in a short amount of time I had an opportunity to be around him, had a short amount of opportunity just to study him, is the fact that he's going to continue working. And any kind of flaw that he sees, it doesn't matter if it's in the preseason, it doesn't matter if it's going to happen this week, or it doesn't matter if it's going to be towards the end of the season, this young man is going to work. But I say all that to say, Jalen Green is a rookie. And unlike most rookies like Kay Cunningham in Detroit, I think he's in a great situation because the success of the Houston Rockets for this upcoming season is not going to be on that young man. The success for this organization is going to fall squarely on the shoulders of Kevin Porter Jr. and especially on Christian Wood.
And I wanted to look at those two guys because remember in the first segment when I said the Rockets have an opportunity to compete against teams like the Pelicans, like the Pacers, like the Wizards? It's because of those two guys, especially Kevin Porter Jr. Because not only are they talented, they actually have the experience of being the primary focus of a team's offense. And the reason why I wanted to bring that up is is because last year was the first time Christian Wood was undoubtedly the team's best player. Last year was the first time Kevin Porter Jr. had a coach say, you know what? You're going to be our point guard. You are going to run run the offense for us. Those two guys showed us something, especially Wood. They showed us something great last season. And I'm expecting the potential that they showed. I'm expecting that to carry over into the 2021-2022 season. I know Christian Wood did not have the best preseason outing right now. So much so, there was a couple fans talking about the Rockets should look to trade Christian Wood, you know, and, and see what you get, what you can get back for him since his trade value is so high right now. But there's one thing about Christian Wood that I noticed last year. That's one thing that I'm pretty sure Steven Silas notices. And I think he's going to utilize what he saw and what I saw and use it to Christian Wood's advantage. And when I take a look at Christian Wood, Wood is at his best when he is playing alongside a big who can actually be used as a facilitator. And I say that because when you take a look at Wood's first three preseason games, he looked terrible. (laughs) The guy averaged 11 and a half points and seven rebounds for the first three preseason games. But that game against the San Antonio Spurs, yes, I know the Rockets got their behind handed to him, but that man put on a show. And not only did he put on a show, but I believe he finished the night with 19 points and 18 rebounds in 33 minutes. And part of the reason why I felt he had an opportunity to go out there and get those 19 points is because he was playing alongside Alperin Shagoon. Now, I don't know if I'm saying Alperin's last name right. So for the sake of this conversation, I'm just going to say AP moving forward. I will learn how to say his last name moving forward. But AP has already shown the, the potential and the ability to be a very great floor general in a high post. And what I like most about AP's game, because he is such a great playmaker, Steven Silas is still able to play a five-out offense, which, which opens the door for Christian Wood to use the restricted area as much as possible. Because Christian Wood can step outside the paint and knock down a couple threes, but at the end of the day, he's a big, and you still want a versatile big who can do both. However, when you go back and you take a look at those three games when he was starting alongside Daniel Tice, the guy struggled, and that's part of the reason why he really didn't have the spacing like he had when playing alongside AP. And another reason why I like those guys together, and part of the reason why 
Christian Wood also looked good when he stepped outside of the perimeter. AP kind of went inside because that opened up the door for him. Why is that important? It's because when Christian Wood is playing alongside a playmaking big like AP, he is at his best. Ladies and gentlemen, for you guys who have been listening to this podcast, what is something that I have been saying for an extremely long time? Last year, going back to last year, when the Rockets had Kelly Olenek. Part of the reason why we saw the best version of Christian Wood during the second half of the season is because Olenek kind of has the same skill set as AP. Now, AP isn't a great three-point shooter, but Steven Silas can still use his playmaking ability and play five out. And when you go back and you take a look at that game against the San Antonio Spurs, there were multiple times he stood there with the ball out on the perimeter orchestrate the offense when he drove to the lane that actually brought his defenders to draw near him which allowed christian wood to get a easy layup or dunk christian is a solid playmaker but that isn't his game he is at his best when he has others to create plays for him and with him being out there on the court with Porter and AP, he only has to focus on scoring a basketball and defending. That is what he showcased in that game against the San Antonio Spurs, and that is why I'm expecting a big year for him. And it's not only me. He's expecting a big year for himself. Those are just three guys that I'm looking at. And when you take a look at the Rockets' overall depth, I believe their depth are... It's going to look a little bit better for this upcoming season. A little bit better as in when you take a look at guys like Kenya Martin or Monty Brooks, those guys, and even Jay Sean Tate, I want to throw him in there as well. And then, by the way, I do believe I know there's an argument on who should be starting at the three, Tate, Eric Gordon, or Daniel House. I'm going with Jay Sean Tate all day because, first and foremost, he fits with the time frame. He already has chemistry playing alongside Christian Wood and Kevin Porter Jr. And when I take a look at Eric Gordon, it doesn't make sense to start him because I don't think he's going to be part of this organization moving forward. And Daniel House, he has always been better coming off the bench versus starting. And you could go back to his very first season with the Rockets and the numbers and his play proved that theory. But the Rockets overall depth, their second unit, their bench unit, it's going to be better this year because a lot of those young guys like like Kenya Martin Jr., they have the experience now and know what it takes to compete on the NBA level. And you still have veterans like a Eric Gordon, as long as he's still here on the Rockets, he's still going to be giving his all. And DJ Augustine, who's going to be used as sort of a secondary backup playmaker for this organization moving forward. So the Rockets talent-wise, the talent is better but it seems like it's going to fit a little bit more than it did last year. But when I take a look at those three guys, Jalen Green, Christian Wood, Kevin Porter Jr., more so Wood and KPJ, the majority of how great or how bad the Rockets are going to be for this upcoming season is going to fall on their shoulders.
All righty, Houston Rockets fans, thank you so much for sticking with me here on this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets. Once again, your favorite basketball team is set to begin the 2021-2022 NBA season this Wednesday against the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota. And before I close out this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, I just want to give you guys three bold predictions before we close out the show. First and foremost, my biggest bold prediction of all, I think Kevin Porter Jr. is going to win Most Improved Player of the Year. And the reason why I actually have Kevin Porter Jr. winning Most Improved Player of the Year, I think is going to have a lot to do with the numbers that he's going to be able to put up and the effects that he's going to have on the Rockets. Because I think his numbers, I think he's going to average somewhere in the ballpark of 18 points in about nine to nine and a half assists. And those assist numbers is very possible because he's not going to have the burden of being the team's primary scorer like we saw at moments throughout the Rockets season because one, he's going to be playing against Christian Wood, who I do believe should still be the Rockets' number one option on the offensive side of the ball. He's sharing the backcourt with Jalen Green, and Green has showcased that he is a guy who is going to excel in his scoring, and I think he's going to carry the burden of the scoring load for that backcourt. And three, most importantly, when you take a look at the role players like Eric Gordon, uh, you take a look at the role players like uh, Daniel House, where if KPJ is penetrated to the basket, Daniel House can easily backdoor you could create an easy scoring opportunity for him. You have a mighty Brooks where it seems like it doesn't matter where you give him the ball behind the arc. That is cash money. KPJ really has the weapons to go out there and be the primary floor general. And besides, it seems like, and besides, every time we talk to Kevin Porter, he always talk about how he is ready to take on the responsibility of being a team's floor general. He is ready to take on the challenge on what it's going to take to be the leader that the Houston Rockets need in order to be, let's say, competitive throughout the season. And once again, I expecting a big year from KPJ, and I think it's going to end with him winning most improved player of the year. My second bold prediction, I think Christian Wood will finally make the All-Star team. He came close last year. But of course, the losing and the injuries hampered his opportunity to be named an all-star for the first time in his career. But the one thing I did like about Christian Wood's season last year is the fact that he put the NBL notice. Now he is going to have a lot of teams that's going to be targeting him. And if Christian Wood can continue to average the 21 points and the 10 assists that he showcased last year and also keep the Rockets afloat, I I think I could I could see an opportunity of him getting named being named an all-star for the first time in his career. That is something that is on his bucket list, and I can actually see that happening. Now, of course, he's gonna have to have the Rockets winning some type of games. I think the only way he is gonna have an opportunity to be an all-star is if the Rockets surpass the low expectations that a lot of people have for them, because some people still think that this is the worst team in the league but come all-star break if he has the Rockets in striking distance of a play-in tournament which I don't think is possible but I'm not going to say it's impossible 
he would definitely have an opportunity to be named an all-star. And then finally, my last bold prediction for the Houston Rockets this year, the Rockets are going to trade Eric Gordon by the trade deadline. That is my last bold prediction. And I know some of you guys might hear that and say to yourself, that's not a bold prediction. Eric Gordon is definitely on his way out of Houston. And yes, he is. But the Rockets have said that they would like to keep Eric Gordon around just for the veteran leadership that he's bring, that he brings to their roster. But on the flip side of that, the Rockets are going to have to find minutes for some of the young guys like Josh Christopher. And I'm projecting Christopher is going to have a slow start to his NBA career and it's going to result in him going down to the G League. And once again, you guys heard Coach say right here on his podcast that going down to the G League is not a demotion, especially when you are in the Rockets G League. And I think they have the best G League system. But in order for Josh Christopher to develop into the player that the Rockets need him to be, he's going to have to get playing time. And as long as Eric Gordon is on his roster, Christopher isn't going to get the appropriate amount of playing time that he needs, which means going into the trade deadline, which is around the time the G League season is going to be coming towards the end, the Rockets are going to move on from Eric Gordon just to have an opportunity to get Josh Christopher the appropriate playing time that he needs. And not only that, I could see a team that is basically in championship contention and they're looking for that one final piece to move the needle in hopes of winning the Larry O'Brien trophy. There's going to be a team out there that's going to give the Rockets what they actually want in order to move on from Eric Gordon. And look, Eric Gordon has been here since what, 2017, 2018? I think it was 2017 when he got here. This guy has shown time and time again, when healthy, he can definitely be an important role to a team's championship run. And finally, my last prediction, this isn't part of my three bold predictions, but let's say I'm going to bump it up to four just in case. I could see the Houston Rockets winning 31 games this year. I think when it's all said and done, like I mentioned, the talent is better. The camaraderie around this team is better. The experience a lot of these young guys have to experience everything about this organization seems and feel a lot better than they were last year given all the drama with james and after james you know there was the victor the depot and then the losing streak then the injuries last year was just a mess stephen silas has a clean slate christian wood and kevin porter jr are determined to prove that their play last season wasn't a fluke. You got a young, great stud in Jalen Green, who I believe has an opportunity to win Rookie of the Year. The Rockets this season seem better. And with 31 games, I think that's going to put them right at the tier end of a playing tournament. But if they could finish 31 and 51 on the year, that is going to be a great improvement for your Houston Rockets for this upcoming season. And with that being said, that's going to conclude this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And ladies and gentlemen, please remember to follow Believe in the Rockets on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts by any chance, please be sure to leave a five-star review. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.